I'm joined here by longtime WTOC anchors Don Baker and Doug Weathers here in celebration of WTOC's 70th birthday. So welcome, guys. I'm so excited for you guys to join me here in a studio that you both know well, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I do want to talk about so 70 years of WTOC. What does that mean to both of you? Oh, gosh. To me, it means I'm older. <laughs> because I started with WTOC in 1954, uh, February. That's the month they started in, so I'm getting as old as they are. <laughs> well, you know, and, and you're right, it, it is that we're all older, but to me, it's, it's just such a blessing because, you know, how many uh, television stations or any businesses can say they've been around 70 years? And we know with TV changing so much through the years, people have a lot of choices now, and to think that they're still choosing us is a really special thing, and we're really grateful for that. So I'm, I'm very proud of, to be a part of this legacy. Absolutely. I mean, I've only been here for about two years now, mm -hmm. but that's what really drew me to this station is the fact that I was joining a legacy in a very well-respected station that had been here and knows the community um, and people really look to mm -hmm. in times that they need news the most. And so I really have enjoyed being a part of that and helping contribute in, in these past two years. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and I think that's thanks to the effort of both of you all that you've put in at, throughout the years here too, you know, to help us get to that place. I hate to tell you, I hired this girl. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, you did. <laughs> but the real story is I had to wear him down to get the job. Well. You know, but, you know. Oh, I tell everybody I hired you on first sight. Well, you know, uh -oh. Lisa, well, you, maybe, but I will say you were looking for someone with three years experience. I had Yes, one. I was. So I decided that I was going to, back then we had the big three-quarter tapes. Yeah. I was going to send him my work every single week mm -hmm. until he said yes. So I wore him down, and he finally said yes. There you go. But it was really, let me tell you, I grew up in this community. I'm from Riceboro yeah. and finished school here in Savannah. So growing up in this community, watching these celebrities like Doug Weathers, uh, Johnny Cole, Jim Hildebrandt, Mike Manhattan, Pat Prokop, it was so intimidating to walk through those doors. And when I walked in, I remember, um, you know, Doug was always so friendly and, and so he was so excited we were here and with all the young people especially, I felt as if he took it personally that he wanted to make sure that we all succeeded. And it was just like having a second family that first day on the job. So I mean, I just wanna thank you for that oh, kind of man. legacy because that meant the world to me and to so many others who have gone to really big places and those of us who've decided to stick around. I'm glad we had to, that, that was what made WTOC what it was and what it is, is the people that were there stayed. I mean, they didn't just get a paycheck and go. Right. You know, but they stayed, and that was good. Pat Prokop stayed, mm -hmm. Mike Manhattan stayed, Johnny Cole stayed. Well, I, I could, I could yeah. keep going. Long Boy, there's a lot of them, and uh, Don Baker stayed. <laughs> <laughs> and here she is. <laughs> now, too, I mean, throughout the years, you know. The Southeast News Leader was a big part of our brand here at WTOC for, for many years. And now we've brought that back as recent as last year. So, you know, what does that mean to you guys too? You know, being the Southeast News Leader, what does that look like here? Well, to me, I don't know what it looks mm -hmm. like to Dawn, but to me, uh, Bill Cathcart came up with that idea. And uh, we lived by it, you know, trust, tradition, and team, mm -hmm. uh, that's what he come up with, and, and that's exactly what it was. And I think we developed uh, an attitude of, of talking to the public, you know, instead of talking at them. We talked with them, mm -hmm. 
and we covered stories that no one else would cover. I covered stories that no one would cover, you know. <laughs> That's why I covered them. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, it, it just stuck. I mean, we became a part, not of just this community in Savannah. It was Glenville mm -hmm. and uh, Hilton Head and all that. Oh, man, I mean, we, we just spread out, you know, yeah. like that. So. I, mean, I, I understand how you feel. That's how I felt about coming in here because WTOC at the time and even now, you know, we cover what, 21 counties now yeah. still. And we always try to make a, a visit there and to mm -hmm. showcase those people who are doing really good things. And I think that always made us stand out too because we didn't just go for the bad news. We were there when you were, people were celebrating the major milestones in their lives and their communities. I think that's what sets us apart, really. You don't know how many guys and girls come up to me at times that you talk to me in my school. Right. <laughs> I have spoken, I think, at every school room in the Coastal Empire, mm -hmm. twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Haley, that's one thing you were talking about, you know, community, yeah. and what I remember coming in here is that Doug always told us that, yes, we were hired to be reporters or anchors, but that was only a part of our job. We were supposed to be out in the community, supporting the community, hosting their events, supporting their events, and, and that's why it was just such an honor when people would call and ask us to come, and it still is now, you know? I think that uh, it really shows where our heart is. Yes, we do have to cover the bad news, you know, but those, that's not why we're here. We're here to feature your community. The good, the bad, get the word out so people are aware of changes that are coming. I just think that it's, it's just really a beautiful legacy to be a part oh, of a community is, and yeah. that people trust us to tell oh, their yeah. stories. Well, that's, that's the one thing that you've got to have is trust. Mm -hmm. If the people that are watching you trust you and believe you, they'll come again. That's true. You know? And I think that's definitely something that I've learned here, you mm -hmm. know, from people like you, Don, and being here in a newsroom that's been established. I mean, that that was something that I really enjoyed learning here is being a part of the community because, like you said, you're not just there when the news is breaking. You know, you're also there for the ribbon cuttings and you're there for the things that also really matter and can impact the community, but, you know, aren't every single tragedy, right? right? And, right. Being, and that's how you get to, to meet people and build that trust, really, yes. when you get to see them in person rather than them just watching you on TV. And mm -hmm. that's really something I've learned here from WTOC and something that's going to stick with me through mm -hmm. the rest of my career. It's for sure. an honor when you meet people and they say that, you know, I feel like you're my family. You yeah. know, that says a lot. And when I first started on the 11 o'clock newscast, it was funny because um, I had to get used to people saying, I go to bed with you every night. And, and as a 23 year old, what? Excuse me. You think about it, at 11, you know, especially yeah. in the 90s, mm -hmm. people were turning in a lot earlier too. And so many of them were pretty much probably lying in a bed or on a sofa and watching me through their toes. <laughs> but it, it's, just, it's really been an honor. It yeah. really is. That's why when they walk up here, she says, oh, yeah, that's you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's either that or TVs, you know, in hotel lobbies it's or exactly. like restaurants everywhere, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, one thing, uh, when you're starting something new, which I was in, the new part, none of us knew what we were doing. We were just trying to get the information out to them. And, and the way we had to do it was tough. I mean, it was not easy. And... Uh, we would develop different types of little quick news stories mm -hmm. that would involve these people in the community. And gosh, I, over the years we've done hundreds, not many stuck, but uh, they, we did a lot of them, you know. 
So that was one of the good things about it. And, and you had a lot more control with them, too, you know. Exactly, exactly. Because it, it was a family-run station. Yeah. You know, the Knight family started this TV business here. W.T. Knight. That's right. And Happy Dan was Dwight Bruce. And uh, let's see. Who was Benjamin? The lady with, with Romper Room. <coughs> some of the local shows that we had, the, ki the kids programming was like oh, okay, Romper yeah, Room was yeah. one of them. Yeah. And, uh, and, and she, her family is still in the area as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Miss Nancy is still in the area. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I can't think of the uh, all of them. I'm, right. I'm sorry, but uh, the, mind, the mind is not what it used to be, <laughs> folks. <laughs> For any of us. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess going off of that too, I mean, what do you guys think our role is here in the community? I mean, you know, we're we're a part of the community, right? But mm -hmm. but where do you think WTOC falls in that today? And, and where do you think, um, you know, we need to be in the future? Well, if I may answer that, mm -hmm. I've got to admit that I'm prejudiced. WTOC should be in front uh -huh. and stay in front. Don't ever think you're behind. I love that. And you know, uh, just with a little, a little bit, to be a little bit more specific, I think that our role is to to be there. We want the community to realize that they can count on us. So when there are issues in their community, whether it's a problem or a celebration, we'd like to know about it so that we can come. No, we can't come to everything. No. But if we don't know, that's a guarantee we won't be there. And I think that it's just an honor that they know that even when they're controversial times, they know that we're going to give them a fair shake. And, and you and hope I, that the people that uh, don't mind talking to you, mm -hmm. you know, you uh, when you come up to them, they will talk. Mm -hmm. But what's really nice is when they come up to you and start talking. That's right. And they need to know that you are a communicator and you will talk to them. Mm -hmm. It's important. That's true. And you know that we are, I know a lot of people still get excited about what we do. You know, I had to remind myself one day, I'm like, you know, this is, it's just, it's just a job. It's more visible than others. But we come out of that same crazy box Right. as Taylor Swift, you know, so, yeah. <laughs> so sometimes it is bigger than life for them yeah. to, to see us. And it's such an honor, you know, to be in the community and um, people come up and talk to you and they just start telling you their life story or they'll tell you about a story that we covered 30 years ago or even before oh, yeah. I even knew what WTOC was as a professional. And they still talk about, you know, when Doug Weathers came to their, their classroom oh, and, and when we, yeah, back, back in the day, we used to um, put fruits and vegetables on the set. Doug. I did. Pat Prokop, uh, yes. and you tell them about that, and people made fun of it, but it, it was the big hit. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, I'm telling you, I, I had guys drive turnips <laughs> in here from uh, Ludowisi, uh -huh. oh, wow. uh, and from Wakeross. I mean, just big, huge vegetables. I'm telling you, they were, they were something. Yeah. And they just do a little segment on the six o'clock okay. news. Hey, this is Farmer John's uh, turnip or cabbage or whatever. Yeah. He's all the way in Vidalia or he's all the way, you know, in, in Coffee County back yeah. then. Yeah, that's as well. And so people were just like, ooh, why? And back then we didn't even have social media. And those are the things that we hear about to this day. You know, you put my grandfather's stuff on the air. Yeah. Donnie Co Johnny Cole had this wonderful segment called, it was a fishing segment. And so he went around with uh, many people like uh, Captain Judy out on oh, Wilmington yeah. Island. And he would show people with the big fish that they would catch. And he had the greatest tagline ever known to man. I want to tell you what, kids, get hooked on fishing, not drugs. Everybody. <laughs> 
my age and young, you know, Perfect. maybe not too much younger, but you know, we all, it, it was, it was an impact. You know, we laugh yeah. about it as adults, but as a kid to see this man who anchored the daybreak news and they saw him every single morning mm -hmm. to tell them that that was a reinforcement. Well, yeah. you remember yeah. it to this day. Oh yeah. Clearly. <laughs> well, and I, sorry, a lot on. of the guys remember it too, you know, who were fishermen at exactly. the time, little kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think too, I mean, as much as the industry has changed, I mean, mm -hmm. even in the four or five years that I've been in it, honestly, which is wild to think about that it's even changed in that short amount yeah. of time, you know, still maintaining that presence, I think is what's so important. And mm -hmm. I think that's what we try really hard to do because, you know, in a world where people can get news anywhere, exactly. really, I mean, you need a reason that people come to you and can trust you. And again, I think that we try to do that here. We, I think that we do it well, and I think it's something that you have to continue to do. Mm -hmm. And like now you have to meet the viewers where they are, exactly. whereas instead they used to just turn on the TV, right? But yeah. now you have to find ways to, to draw them in, mm -hmm. and that's what we try really hard to do here, I feel. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm a member of the Band of Brothers, uh -huh. and uh, it's, a, it's a Bible study group of, of men, mm -hmm. not necessarily as old as I am, but men. and. Uh, some of them will come up, you know, and they'll say, you know, when it comes six o'clock, my granddad would say, shut up, we're watching Doug Weathers, That's you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, they tell you that. The most famous little boy who told you that was uh, U.S. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. Yes. <laughs> when Doug was retiring, we stopped. That's yes. so cool. <laughs> we showed up at work that day, and here was the Secret Service was outside the building. Casual. Yeah, and so we're in the newsroom, and here comes. Clarence Thomas, and he yeah. told this great story about his grandfather talking about Doug Weathers was the truth, and everything had to stop in the house when he came on, and you listened to it because Doug said it. Well, there oh, you go. Yeah. Talk yeah. about instilling truth. And, <laughs> <laughs> and being a role model and a mentor. Oh, Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. just a journalist. <laughs> and I, I've, it, TOC has been good for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it took me to places I had never been. It opened doors that I could not open myself. And it, I, I got to be honest with you, I think it caused me to try to be a better person, mm -hmm. not just to be any of it, but I tried my best to let people know that I'm one of them, right. you know. And it's also, you know, that feeling that, yes, we are, all of us, we're just people. But when we go out every day, we don't have the luxury of leaving our work behind. We are flying that WTOC flag Absolutely. wherever we go. And so that's always the top of my mind, you know. So I, I try, I, I know I'm, I'm older than you are, so there's a lot of old fashioned things that I do. Like I remember, you know, being taught, we never took pictures with alcohol. We, you're not gonna ever see me with a cup. I don't care if it's water. If I know I'm taking a picture, I'm gonna put that water down, you know. I'm gonna make sure I speak to everybody and I'm always trying to be the most positive version of me when I go out in the community because people, they don't care that you're having a bad day. It's almost like when they tune in for the news, yeah. they don't care that I'm having a bad day, but you, you need to be turned on on and turn Haley on and how Doug turned Doug on every time the camera came on. Absolutely. Well, yeah. and I think it's clear that you all have both done that extremely well <laughs> for, for years. And that's you know shown by not only the impact you've had on the community, but also the awards that you guys have had over the years. I'm sitting with two members of the Silver Circle to the <laughs> Southeast Emmys. Oh, yeah, Don was inducted just in the past year, mm -hmm. which is a major accomplishment, as well as a member of the Georgia Broadcasting Hall of Fame here. So definitely a table of <laughs> <laughs> local icons for sure. But you know that recognition, what does that mean to you guys too as we reflect on 70 years here at WTOC? Well, you know, when you're in a restaurant, and people come up to you, 
I like that. Mm -hmm. I like for them to come up and say something to me, you know, and they'll call out something that I'm to remember that happened. And I do a lot of times. Uh, you'll be surprised at the people that went to school with me here in Georgia, here in uh, Savannah. <laughs> they did not, though. No. <laughs> he didn't grow up here. Oh, they just, yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, sure, math class. Yeah. Great. Awesome. <laughs> but, you know, um, it, it's interesting because, you know, when I look back on coming here, uh, in 1989, um, in December of 89, and it was, we called it the blizzard now because it was about three inches of snow out there. But I never thought, number one, that I would remain here because I, I wanted to be here because my grandmother had gotten sick and I really felt I needed to be home to help my mom and grandmother. And so Doug gave me this opportunity. But to be here, only reason I'm still here is because of everything I learned from him. You Aww. know, when I came in, Yes, I, I am me, but you taught me it was okay to be me because yeah. we're all different. And he taught me the value even more so, you know, along with my family teachings about the importance of our community. And what I, I really love was the fact that I remember one day there was a story that broke. We knew about it and we sat on it. And as a young journalist, I remember being so upset that, well, why aren't we running this now? And we have this confirmed and that confirmed, whatever. And I remember you saying something like, it's not always important to be first, but it is most important to always be right. Yeah. Because when you start making the mistakes, that chips away at the credibility oh, yeah. of not just yeah. you, but this oh. whole institution that people like Doug Weathers and, and grander names, you know, have, have built. So it's, it's really something. But to, to, to be honored, to, to even be able to stick with it that long. I mean, I had my mom left and I was like, well, I guess I'm a survivor because there's been a <laughs> lot of changes in the years since I, I got here and a lot of different managers since Doug left, you know, and it's been uh, tough times and good times, but the good far outweighs the bad, you know? You should so. never, never forget the fact that they are looking for you to tell them what's happening. Mm -hmm. And you need to tell it right. That's right. Uh, I mean, I, I can, I've made terrible mistakes in my day, you know, on the air. Mm -hmm. I'm going off the air one night and they told me over my earbud that they had found a body in one of the trash bins, the big things, you know, mm -hmm. the dumps. And he said, say something about it. Uh, I couldn't say, yeah, I'll, t I'll talk to him. You, know, you would have heard of what I said. So I uh, decided I'd say something. And I said, you need to tune into the uh, news at 11 tonight because the police have just found a body in a trash dump. He's dead at the moment. So uh, how I, why I said <laughs> that, I don't know, but I did. <laughs> but you that's what I think a lot of people don't realize too is that so much of what we do is not scripted yeah. and so yeah, and we are just human beings and just to hear yeah. at the end of a show that you know uh, there's a human being who's dead and we don't know who it is yeah. you yeah. know so that messes with your brain too so I'm impressed that you even got that much out but, I mean, honestly, but as we know now yes unfortunately after you pass you are still passed yeah but yeah. it's not just for that, that moment but everything's <laughs> a learning experience yeah. right? it is um, so don't you say that. <laughs> Noted. I'm writing it down right now. <laughs> Noted. Yes, yes. Now, what do you guys hope, you know, 70 years here at WTOC, what do we hope, you know, the next 70 look like? Or what does the future oh. look like here at WTOC? Well, the time is coming because I talked with the Southern Bell Telephone Company people when uh, we had video and a lot of the telephone companies had a, uh, 
I don't know what it was, but it was some sort of a TV thing outlet that they would do. Mm -hmm. Well, they started getting rid of those. And uh, I can't remember the name of the uh, guy who was hitting up uh, Southern Bell at the time. But he asked me, what did I see in the future? And I told him, I said, I can see people using their telephone to order their lunch and to order their groceries and stuff like that. This was the, my wildest dream yes, that they would do. Yes. Now they're doing it. As, exactly. <laughs> but you know what? One thing that um, you talk about <coughs> WTOC in the next 70 years, I, mean, I, I pray that we're, we're still the dominant number one in the community. Um, but we're us continuing to work hard and to make sure that we are doing our best every single day to get it right, to cover those stories that all of our communities really care about. But you know, also to manage to balance keeping up with the times, with all the technology, <coughs> bless you, with all the technology, but also to make sure that we find a way that we can meet everyone who's interested in getting news right, right where they are. Yeah. And that's gonna be difficult, but mm -hmm. I just, that's gonna be our challenge. Yeah. Cause, and that's been a challenge for me, you know, as, as you know, Doug with his long career and, and me now with mine. Journalism has changed so much, oh you know. Gosh, we, Doug started with film, I started with tapes mm -hmm. and big tapes. And to go from now where, you know, we got a little SD card like what people put in their <coughs> digital cameras yeah. and that's holding all that information yeah. and editing at our desk instead of waiting in line in the newsroom right. to get to the edit the bay. Edit phase, yeah. And um, so it's just amazing. And then there was no such thing as the internet for the masses when I started in news and you all grew up with it, but what's gonna keep us number one, I truly believe, is people like you, the young people, because honestly, you all understand all this technology. You were born with computers in your hands. You're not afraid. So if you learn how to do these things, you will always have employment no matter where you go. I love that we have an industry where it's all these different age groups who are forced to interact and become friends because we all have something we can teach each other. I think often we forget about that, you know? But it's just really awesome and I'm just so happy that you decided to stay because yeah. this is the future. The future isn't me, you know, we're people like us, we're in the sunset of our careers, but if we don't have young people like you who want to call WTOC in the Savannah area their homes, we're nothing. So Hopefully you, you guys can. are making me yeah. emotional. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Dawn, I need to take you back about five, six years longer than you do. We didn't start with film. We started with pictures. I thought you you didn't you were doing pictures when you first started. Yes, <gasps> we were doing eight by tens, you know, and, and we would show yes. one picture eight by ten. So we finally found out if all of them are going to be eight by tens, and we put them together and we had what we call a flip card. And we would flip down the eight by tens and we'd have four or five pictures for each story. Wow, Doug. Man, <laughs> that's that amazing. Some, yeah, that was, so that was a, long before yeah. So that's how WTOC started on yes. eight by 10. There you go. Well, and then, and then we really got going. <laughs> and it was black and white. It, yes. Well, yeah, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. And it, we really got going when the Polaroids came out. You know, yeah. the- Fancy it, then, Oh huh? man. We'd, <laughs> We'd put them on a, uh, we'd pan down them like this, uh -huh. you know. One picture, two pictures, we'd use three or four pictures, you know, on that day. That was, it worked. Like a storyboard. That's yeah. fascinating. Well, yeah. now people shoot on an iPhone. Exactly. You can yeah. literally shoot a whole entire news story on an iPhone if, you, if you're in a pinch, That's which right. I think is and wild. And it looks good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, now you walk around with a mini news camera. That's right. Wherever you are, I mean. And when we started with film, the film was negative. Mm -hmm. It came right. negatives, okay. and we had a, a little system called the Polaris. You could mm -hmm. switch the Polaris on the projector, 
and it would make it uh, uh, positive instead of negative. Uh -huh. so, so then you could see the image. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's a long time ago, though. <laughs> yeah. I used to always joke and say that Doug, ha Doug was there for the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Oh, no, that's not nice. <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> but, but it was oh, that he was there for a historic yeah, event. Exactly. <laughs> Every major historic event. I mean, Perfect. You know, there you go. You covered Dr. King when he was here. Oh, gosh, yes. Oh, many, wow. many, many yes. times. Yes. I mean, yeah. just, yeah. there's just so many. Uh, and now uh, that we were using film then, right. and uh, some of the films that, that Bob Noble and myself shot uh, have been used nationally mm -hmm. for a long time. Uh, I shot the footage when Dr. King said, Savannah is one of the most integrated cities that I have run across. Mm -hmm. And they still use that. That's right. You know? That's yeah. Right. That's amazing. And I think witnessing history is mm -hmm. what, A, drew me to this career, but also what makes our career so important. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I think. And, you know, being able to portray that moment to the audience, and now it's literally in history, oh, I yeah. think exactly. says a lot about, you know, our place in the community, for sure. Yeah, and uh, he's not the only one, but uh, when we had, uh, I'm trying to think of the names of the people right now, and I, I can't well, hardly think know, of there's them. There's so many, because you think about it, we didn't have big, back then, the staffs weren't big like they no, are right uh, now, so there no, were like no, a, no, a couple no, no. people pretty much doing everything. Yeah. That, that's awesome, Doug. Yeah. That's amazing. But anyway, uh, Craig Harney yeah. was one of my great, great friends. And he made so many pieces of a mess look great. Oh, yes. I mean, I, I could hand him footage that I wouldn't know how to handle. And he'd come up with something good. Mm -hmm. you know? And just and an incredible storyteller. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. He... When he put pen to ink to paper, mm -hmm. it was done. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, good. You know, one thing too, that just to let you know about just the beauty of Doug. When I first got here, they had these little machines called um, K-Pros. It was like, a, like an old fashioned <laughs> a word processor. Okay. Well, come to find out they were using electric typewriters before and mm -hmm. they didn't have the budget for it. So guess who bought them? Doug bought them for the whole newsroom. Wow. Like, like a handful at first, right? Uh, that's the story I bought that four or five. I can't remember and which so one it was. You think about how that changed because if you were making errors, you have to go in oh. to do a newscast with a bunch of black lines right. and, and words <laughs> written in. You and know. just hope you can read it yeah, later. <laughs> all of a sudden, I mean, that moved you to a whole different level yeah. of professionalism, you know? Absolutely. And we didn't have uh, teleprompters, you know. Uh, we had to read from the paper. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but like when we started using this, uh, somebody would be over there in the corner, you know, and they would put it all together and run it on a belt, you know, like this. Mm -hmm. And they would photograph it here, and then they would show it up above. Mm -hmm. And the girl was over there doing her hair one day when we, we were doing it, and she just quit and started doing her hair, you know. Mm -hmm. And I threw a pencil at her. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hey, <laughs> I, I didn't know what to say. I, I, I couldn't say, hey, dummy. So I just picked a pencil up, and when they got me off the camera, I said, <laughs> <laughs> Message received. Exactly, exactly. And you know, when we, even the old-fashioned teleprompter that, that, that I actually um, worked, uh, 
operated, because we used to take turns in the newsroom, there was no production person, one right. of us would have to go out there and do it. Okay. And it was all the, the scripts were printed like this, mm -hmm. and we lined them up <laughs> on this belt, as Doug said, had a little turn knob, and you turned it. So, but here's the problem. So now we hear okay. that, okay, we're killing A5. We don't have that fire in, so now as you're turning, one hand has to reach in and grab this one and move it. So sometimes you just up. have this, this is where the paper is. You know, oh, ah. that's fine. Oh, and there it goes. <laughs> there Live action. Exactly. <laughs> so you, there's a lot of... Uh, in just a minute, they're going to wonder, well, how in the world did you get where you are now? Well, you know, because, you know, you had to think on your feet. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah because when, when we did that, and no one did it on purpose, you had to keep on going. No one at home yeah, cared. No we didn't knows. just have, like, an extra commercial to go to. That's you cool. relied on those papers, and then all of a sudden, you're holding on for dear life because these are the only words you have. You know, uh, Sonny Dixon, who mm -hmm. was at this station for a long time, I hired him. Mm -hmm. And uh, the first time that I had ever had him for a long time, was when the uh, Ports Authority opened their first nice headquarters. And we were there with our live truck. And we were just gonna get a live picture. And I said, you know, this thing is bigger than that. Well, Sonny was a senator or something uh, like that. He was a state representative. Uh -huh. state, representative. state representative. So I called him over and asked him if he would uh, sit in with me so we could do a live show. He said, I guess so. I said, okay. So that's the first thing he did with us, and it was good. Yeah, did real well. We had a live picture of history. Yeah. The, the Georgia Portrait Authority. Look at that Georgia Portrait Authority now. Oh, oh my God, it's amazing, and how quickly it has grown, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have any last <coughs> thoughts or anything like that from the past, you know, years of your time here at WTA <coughs> that you want to mention, um, you know, as we as we head into this birthday on February 14th. Oh yeah, well it's, I'm so proud that, uh, that they gave me an opportunity. It, uh, it has been good for me and, and I hope I was good for it. Yeah, oh definitely, definitely. Um, it's amazing to me that, you know, everything in life is all about you know, timing, you know, no matter how, uh, prepared you think you are, you know, we're taught, you know, get some kind of training, whether it be trade school or, or college, right. and you work hard and you send the resumes out and all these things you have to do to get a job, but, you know, the greatest thing that I remember about, you know, just all my career so far is, there was one day when I felt like it all came together, you know, because when you're, you get there, so much of the time you're learning when you get out of school. And even this was my second job, even here learning how you all did it. But that one day when it all came together and what I could thank for that was always going to be Doug Weathers took a chance on me. At that time, we had a, one of the smartest people I've ever worked with. Her name was Teresa Miner. She was our 530 anchor. Yeah. Everyone would do stories all day long and everyone still wanted her to take a look at it before it went on the air. And so I just remember, you know, how, you know, I, I made her my mentor whether she wanted, wanted to be it or not. And um, just all those people, and I was so happy that they, they actually had something that I felt that I was going to hey, take a look at this, what do you think? Where before it's always like, oh, Dawn, guess what you did this time? <laughs> you know, well, that was good, but, you know, next time think about it, whatever. But I mean, that, I, I think, the, the one aha day, and, you know, for me, one of the best moments of being in town is, you know, being here with my family. And um, I remember when I was a kid and told my grandfather what I wanted to do when I grew up and I was going away to college and he looked at me and, and you know, this is, you know, in the 80s and he was born in 1906. So it didn't make sense to him that my mom, who was, uh, had been divorced, single mom, a teacher, you know, making no money, would spend all this money, as he put it, to send me to a fancy university for me to learn how to talk. 
because I was talking before I was supposed to talk. So it was great to be able to come back to this community and he actually saw me on television before, to, for years before they passed. So even though I didn't know what I was doing then, at least he realized that, you know, he kind of got what I wanted to do. So it wasn't like, what? <laughs> so you're not gonna try to be a doctor? You talk about that all your life and, or a lawyer? You, and then you're gonna get, and you know, people don't realize you know, how low paying this industry is, especially when you start. So it's, it's a lot of sacrifices. We, we do this because we, we make the sacrifices and usually work two or three jobs and parents pitch in too. Everybody pitches in. There's a whole village supporting everybody who does this, especially in the beginning. So I just feel really fortunate. I really do. Absolutely. I mean, it's such an opportunity and such an amazing community. I mean, just in the few years that I've been here, I, I've loved living in Savannah. Mm -hmm. It's a community that really welcomed me when I got here. And it, I mean, it feels warm. It feels like home. Yeah. And like, I, I've really enjoyed my time and, and having people who care about what we do. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't get that everywhere. Like when we walk out and, and tell uh -huh. stories and things like that, people care that WTOC is there. Right. And, and that's what's really kept me here too. And, and I love having that opportunity. And it, it does feel like such a blessing and a privilege to mm -hmm. be able to do that for our community. Well, the Coastal Empire is a friendly, coastal empire period absolutely i don't care what they say that is true that is true and you know we we love you know going to the low country and the, the people are they're the, they're they're different but they're the same you know they, they love when we come into the communities and i love too that all everybody who watches us they're not afraid to tell us we make and made a mistake too and we, we want to hear that as yeah. well as the congratulations because we want to get it right. And we want the opportunity to get it right. We want to get it right the first time, but sometimes if we can't, we want to make sure that right. we do right by you. <laughs> and one other thing you told me that I will never forget is, um, you know, what we do is so important and the impact of what we do. And I think when you're young, and I, I, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to be um, talked down about young people. When I was young, when we were all young, we get this job, we think we're gonna be doing stories, we're a journalist, but we need to realize that these stories all have big impact on the people. So it's, it's so important, even if it's a story that's controversial and bad, you don't have to say everything bad that the person ever did in their life to say that, okay, this didn't go right. You know, because that person and their family has to live in those communities. And so it, it's really, really important what we do. It, it's a privilege, it's an honor, and we should, Make sure that we always realize that every time we get out here, we're making an impact on a lot of people who we don't even know. So, but they know you, <laughs> <laughs> and they certainly know you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, thank you guys both so much for your time. I've really enjoyed this conversation, and, and I know our viewers at home will enjoy hearing from both of you as well. And thank you so much. I'm happy birthday, <laughs> WTOC! Right, That's seventy right. years. It's definitely amazing, and thank you both. Thanks for including Well, we us. need to thank all the people that made us what we are yeah, and absolutely. what you guys are now. We're not there by accident. That's right. We're there because they wanted us there. That's right. 100%.